Welcome to the newly revamped Anxious Introvert Podcast. This show is dedicated to discussing real and intimate problems we face in our society and culture. This podcast is also grounded on providing mental health awareness and eliminating the mental health stigma. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Anxious Introvert Podcast. I am your humble host, Emmanuel, aka Manny, and I am beyond filled with endorphins that you are able to join me this wonderful Tuesday, the Tuesday before Christmas Eve and Christmas. Wow, how quick has this year gone by? And I'm like, usually you say that and you're bummed out, right? But I think we can all agree um, we're all pretty excited about 2020 leaving on December 31st at midnight. Um, It's been a year. I'm sure we can all agree. So it's actually a good thing that this year is finally coming to a close. But before we still have a few more holidays to enjoy. My gosh, I mean, where do I start? Like I said, I'm so happy to be back. Um, Last week's episode was a success. Thank you to everybody who has tuned in. Thank you to everybody who has been spreading the word. Please tell your friends, tell your family about this podcast. I really am trying to reach those people that are really in need, that may need to hear a word of encouragement or some information on their mental health or, you know, I'm not a mental health expert by any means, but, you know, as a guy who has suffered through it for a few years now, I can actually, and when I mean suffer, just go back to my other episode so you can find out my story because it's pretty insane. But I hope everyone's having a lovely Tuesday so far, wherever you are all around the world. My beautiful people, so happy to be back. Um, As always, my name is Emmanuel Dietrich, but my friends and family call me Manny. So I'm I'm hoping to get acquainted with you all eventually. Um, I do have my voice messages ready to be sent. Please, please, please send me a voice message. Just tell me your name, just where you're from, give me some questions, maybe ask me uh, some random stuff. I mean, I'm a big nerd, so I love anything related to Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I can talk about motorcycles, bourbon, cigars. Um, I can talk about a lot of different things. So please make sure to send me a voice message. I'm going to be posting that link uh, on, well, all across social media platforms, including my website. That's right. I finally committed and I have a website now. That website is EmmanuelDetris.com. That's E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-D-E-T-R-E-S.com. And you kind of have to put the www kind of before that. That's kind of the whole thing with the anyways. But, uh, you know, some new things for me. It's been a really great week. I've been able to enjoy it with family so far. Um, and I'm really needed that, especially with... Uh, what happened to me uh, a couple months back. And if you want to know what happened, go ahead and check out the previous episode uh, before this one to get information. But, you know, things are moving along. Um, hopefully we all got our Christmas shopping taken care of. For those for those of us, of course, that celebrate Christmas. And if you don't, hey, hopefully you're still enjoying your day. Um, but this, this episode will be a part of two of the first one that came out last week this is part two of the 
global pandemic that is the mental health crisis. So for this episode, I do plan to go a little further depth in depth with uh, what's going on. What do I mean by the title? And uh, just some pointers. And I'm, I'm really trying to get more intimate in this sense of uh, really um, putting myself out there because I know when I do it, others tend to follow. And it is nice. You know, you do connect when someone else is talking about their crap going on and you kind of feel more like oh all right cool and if they're talking about it I guess it's nice to talk about it because that's the problem nobody talks about anything anymore in relation to mental health but more on that later as always folks make sure to grab a good snack grab some coffee grab some tea or water or just sit down enjoy your drive be safe and let's get into the episode Welcome back to part two of mental health, the global pandemic. Now, if you haven't listened to my other uh, episode, I do encourage you to go check it out because uh, that's an introduction to this part. Obviously, (laughs) they do go hand in hand. But to recap, essentially, I state how we're going through a current pandemic right now, of course, with COVID-19. But what a lot of people aren't realizing is since the beginning of the year, once COVID hit, in in whatever country you live in, uh, we hit a very horrible milestone. And that milestone is mental health is on the rise. And it's on the the rise big time. 2021 and even 2022 does not look good unless we stop it, unless we help each other out, unless someone speaks up. And that's kind of why I wanted to do the second part because I felt like I could have gone a little bit more in depth I was listening back to the first part of this from last week, and um, I just kind of felt like, all right, well, I kind of want to give some more details. Maybe some people need more insight, things like that. And, um, you know, I'm really excited to be talking about this. But again, someone needs to speak up, and I figured it might as well be me. And I'm hoping others are going to join, and I'm hoping that I'm able to assist you, the listener. So I went over a lot of numbers in a lot of statistics. Not only that... But I also went over just how impactful COVID-19 has been to the mental health community. And just to kind of give you guys a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit of more insight. I think I mentioned this in my other video, but um, I'm sorry, not not video, my other podcast episode. I was talking about um, essentially a, a, some some posts, some information from the wall street i'm sorry from washington post god i'm all over the place um and in this article they detail how i mean this is insane the hospitals were overwhelmed um because of everything closing now those mental health systems those things we have in place to assist people with trauma with ptsd with suicidal tendencies well they've been shut down and now they're vastly underfunded as, as a matter of fact, they've been underfunded even before the, the pandemic hit. So just think about that for a second. Things were already bad, right? Like, I'm not one of those idiots that are like, oh, well, things are just bad now because of COVID. No, they've always been bad. But now, I mean, like the clock is about to strike midnight and not in the, and not in the good way at all. 
So it's insane because I've been doing a lot of research on this and I started my research in March, March of this year. So since then, it's December now. I mean, obviously, I've been able to gather information, things to sort of assist myself, but also equip others with knowledge of what's going on. And this is not some kind of government conspiracy. This isn't something that's, you know, uh, hidden away from the public, but it's just not getting the public spotlight, if that makes sense. Now, I also understand there are people also talking about this already. There are people out there who are trying to get the word across, um, you know, so that's why I figured I'd join in as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I not only do I consider myself an advocate, but you know, this is really serious. This is not a joke, folks. This is not a joke. Like, this is not a joke at all. Um, now, in my previous episodes, especially at the beginning of this podcast, like way in 2019, I talked a lot about a, just a lot of different strategies that can help us, that can help us cope with what's going on. And that's the crazy part to me. You know, we are all experiencing something new. Even now you're hearing this and you're like, whoa, this is real. Never in our history, right? Like those of us who are between the ages of, I don't know, 16 up until 35, 40. And I'm not singling out anyone else who's older than that. That's not what I'm doing. Um, I'm just saying our generation, right? We haven't seen anything like this before at all. I was talking to my younger brother about this and he's only younger by like a year and a half or two, I believe. And we were just discussing how, you know, we are living history right now. And I'm not talking about this current election here in the U.S. No, I'm, I'm talking in means of global, um, like around the world. We are all experiencing the same thing. We're all getting cut off from our loved ones. We're all seeing our loved ones pass away because of a disease that we quite really don't understand. And now they're rolling out these uh, these vaccines, which a lot of us are happy for. But there's not enough. Just me personally, this is just my opinion, right? I try to remain unbiased, but I'm just saying there is not enough research yet. There's not enough science yet. I mean, this is the fastest a vaccine has ever been rolled out. Now, I'm not going to subscribe to any theories of, of why that is or why they're rolling out so quickly or are people going to die? Are they trying to probe us? I don't want to talk about any of that because that's all speculation. It's fun to talk. I shouldn't say fun. That's kind of putting things in the in the light sense, but talking about conspiracies is, is interesting is what I'm trying to say. Um, and that's actually something I want to talk about eventually because like I said, this podcast will be about mental health, but I kind of want to get into some interesting topics as well. But I figured I'd, you know, I'd start, I'd start it off this way. And I do apologize if you hear me stutter. I do have a stammer. Um, I'm pretty embarrassed by it. But um, anyways, so we are all experiencing something traumatic, something different. And I know you probably can't even explain it. Let me see if I get this right. A lot of us are feeling a weird, really weird sensation that we can't explain. We don't know if we're depressed or we're anxious or all the above but we know we're going through something something is changing our society something is changing our culture and the reality is yes there's a global pandemic things are different blah 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 we could talk about that all day but again i'm i'm going to focus i'm going to focus on how covid-19 has negatively impact our mental health 
And this isn't just for people that already had mental health issues before. No, this is for you guys. But this is also for people who have never experienced this before. Maybe you're listening in for the first time and you're scared because you don't know what's going on. When I first had my panic attack, that sent me to the hospital thinking, oh, my heart's going to stop. Oh, I'm about to drop dead. That was the scariest day of my life. I still remember that day like it happened yesterday. And that was nearly two years ago just to put that into perspective so regardless it's just to me it's fascinating how we're all experiencing this but no one's talking about this no one's talking about like how do you cope with stress how do you care for yourself how do you help your children or your nieces or nephews or just how do you reduce the stigma how do you deal with grief and loss How do I get over this alcohol and substance abuse? You know, how do I uh, support people for experiencing abuse? How do I support, you know, and when it comes to mental health, I did want to mention this. This is also for people that are being abused. And I know you don't want to talk about this because it's too serious or just not, you know, mainstream. But there are people right now, this very second, that are experiencing abuse in some shape or form because we're all home we've all got nothing better to do and that's on the rise as well not only that but the reason why i mentioned that age group 16 uh, to 35 is because that's the main age group there are people 16 and younger experiencing yes of course there are people that are 35 and older experiencing these things that i just talked about but this specific group of people the 16 to 35 year old we are going through hell am back we are the ones that are suffering this isn't and folks if you think this is like okay you know this is gonna pass yes it will pass but this will have longing effects if you don't tackle it now it's not easy some of us have been lucky some of us have our entire family still Some of us still have our jobs. Some of us still have our happiness. Some of us are still able to get out of bed and take the day by the horns or just whatever you want to call it and function normally. But a large percent, and I mean, this is just me kind of going off the bat here. I'm going to, I'm going to assume, right? That there's probably 80% of us that are not doing well. The other 20%, they're doing okay. And out of those 20%, Maybe 5% are like extremely well. So I understand what you're going through right now. I understand how you're feeling right now. And I know it's not easy. Now, as I said before, there's there's a ton of tips and tricks on how to tackle mental health in my other episodes. Um, But I do want to continue those segments as well as time goes on. Um... But this is this is monumental, folks. This is real. This isn't fake. This isn't going to go away, you know. And the thing that baffles my mind is, and just be honest with yourself, you're on your phone now more than ever. Don't lie to me. You are on your phone now more than ever. You're more on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, dating apps, um, the internet, you know, YouTube, or anything else. We are... That's another crazy thing I found out is like, it's not healthy for us to be on our phones so much because, and this is something I want to talk about in a different episode about social media and mental health, because whether you like it or not, social media has had a, a profound 
change and reaction to mental health since its creation, since its inception way back in the early 2000s. Like things haven't escalated better. They've gotten worse. And people are just like, oh, here's another video of somebody doing a, t a TikTok dance. Here's another video of, oh, look, they're building something cool. Oh, another, D another DIY. You know, that's great. Another DIY. No, the internet, it's not bad in small increments. But let's be real for a second, guys. <laughs> we are all on our phones way more than ever. And, you know, I know people who because of their anxiety that's kind of a way to cope i know for myself if i feel panicky or anxious in a moment wherever i am i do pull out my phone because it, it, it's become a safety net let's let's kind of clear the air here it's become a safety net so it's very simple for us to just grab our phones and kind of text away or look up a video or put music on and that's great because even though there's a lot of harm being done from our phones in regards to mental health because of social media there's also a lot of good happening too. Like there is way, there, let me rephrase that. There are ways, let me say that correctly. There are ways that you can utilize your phone for the you know best. I mean, I saw this quote the other day that said, you know, we have smartphones and dumb people. And I'm sorry if that offends you, but it's true. <laughs> In the age of smartphones, we're getting dumber and dumber, which kind of shouldn't, ha I mean, I thought we were going to get better and better, but there are tools and services that you and I can utilize to get better. It really, it's not rocket science. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on. But because of this, guys, and I'm sorry if I went off on the social media rant, I'm going to talk about that more in depth in a different episode. But we have this like desire to now be more connected than ever before. And I think that's great, right? Because Maybe this is maybe this year has allowed us to connect with our family members, to connect with friends or old acquaintances. Maybe it's allowed us to heal. You know, I know for myself, I took this time. I saw 2020, whether you believe me or not. And if you know what I've been through, this will come as a shock. I've viewed 2020 as the year of the gift of time. I've told my family that, and even after the death of my brother two months ago, I still believe that. I still believe that we were given the gift of time. And I say that because although a lot of us have lost our jobs, our finances are crumbling, our mental health is at an all-time high, we have been given the gift of time to work on ourselves if we desire to. Now I know, listen, before you go on a rant, I understand that this isn't for everybody, right? I, I understand that this isn't gonna help everyone, but maybe if you look at it from a different perspective of the gift of time. You know, we walk this life realizing, you know, like, yeah, eventually one day we, we will die. But do you want to look back at your life and look at everything you didn't do? Or do you want to look back and say, wow, even though I was dragged through unspeakable chaos, I was able to live my life. And, you know, I'm not trying to get sentimental or anything like that, but I, I, I do enjoy helping people. And even if I help one person, that's enough for me. Anyways, I'm just trying to say all this because 
we're all suffering right now. Mental health is a serious thing that for some reason our society has this crazy stigma about. You know, it, it, it's, it's something that I, I went into a little bit of it in the uh, first part of this podcast episode. Well, the first episode, yeah, um, which was last week. <laughs> sorry. Uh, excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. I ate like not too long ago. And of course, as soon as I'm doing my podcast recording, all of a sudden I have a desire to burp. And I'm not going to burp on the mic because that's disgusting. So... You know, there was an interesting article. There's an interest. There are interesting and wow. There's interesting information on the CDC.gov website where it talks about stigma, how to reduce stigma, and all these different things. Um, and 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 talks like that because it deals with anxiety, depression. You know, everything under the umbrella of mental health. And it talks about like which groups of people are more prone to have stigmas. Um, it kind of gets into race, which I don't really quite understand that, but in a way I do, because I think I talked. To, yes, I did talk about this in my other episode. As a Latino male, um, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, gender, you're being, you're being a insert whatever word you want to use. I'm just being real in my culture right if you talk about mental health you're just gonna get laughed at you're just gonna get like brushed to the side like i mijo that's all in your head you know like oh it's all in your head it's, it's not real like it, it doesn't exist there's just no way it's possible and i'm sure in your culture whatever culture that may be maybe it's the same thing but all in all regardless of race creed gender i don't care i don't care about any of that i care about the stigma of mental health which regardless of what, of what culture or gender you are, you still have to deal with it. And I'm, I'm sure you've been there, right? Let me paint a picture. And maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, tell me. Send me a voice message or hit me up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. But anyways, there's been a moment where you've tried to, to discuss mental health with someone. And they've sort of... You, it's like you, you want advice but you go to the wrong person for it because not everybody is designed to give advice. That's another thing I want to talk about. Not everyone, and I'm sorry to say this, but even your loved ones, your spouse, your kids, they're not meant to hear this kind of, maybe you can't tell them about your mental health. Eventually, yes, but maybe the first person you reach out to is somebody like me or somebody who's a professional, somebody who has gone through what you are going through so that they can understand. Here's what I mean. When my brother died two months ago, I, I'm grateful for everybody who was there for me. But there were a lot of people that said this, the following line. Hey, listen, I'm here for you. Anything, okay? I understand what you're going through. I'm sure it's not easy, but I'm here for you. That line within itself, I understand what you're going through. No, that's not true. They don't understand. They don't know what it was like to lose a sibling. So what I mean by that is, you're going to the wrong person and they're giving you the wrong advice. And maybe that upsets you. Maybe that puts you in a weird place because you're like, wait a minute, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear X, Y, and Z. Because no matter what, and I love psychology because like this is a part of psychology. No, no matter what, we all want to feel loved. We all want to feel wanted. We all already know what we want to hear. And sometimes it's good to hear what we want to hear. And sometimes it's bad to hear what, what we want to hear. So that kind of depends kind of goes hand in hand also but a lot of us 
go to the wrong person. And within our cultures, it's difficult to try to talk about this, but as a global network, right? We have everything within our power to connect to one another and to feel each other out in an emotional way to understand what it is we're going through. You know, so many people nowadays, they don't listen to respond. They just listen because they want to talk. I mean, I see that so much and it bothers me. It bothers me because I've been there where I've tried to talk about my stuff and people are just like, oh yeah, yeah. wow, that's, oh, dude, that's crazy, man. Yeah, dude, wow, that's wild. I, hey, man, anxiety is crazy, bro. I remember this one time and then it's like, dude, that's not what I mean. Or like, yeah, 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 I totally had a bad day one day. Okay, you had one bad day. I'm sorry, it's not the same. A lot of you right now are going through things that I, I will never understand. So I'm not going to pretend like I understand. All I'm going to say is, if I can get through it, so can you. The battle is not over. You have not lost. There's still ways to get through this, guys. There are still ways to battle your way out. So when it comes to the stigma, it's important to realize where it's coming from. So society tends to put us in a little corner of, oh, yeah, they have mental health, but you know what? Here's a pill and you'll be fine. There was, there was a time before where if you said you had a therapist, like really think about this for a second. Maybe this is just in the U.S. Um, so for your for those of you outside of the U.S., maybe this doesn't pertain to you or maybe it does. I don't know. I'm going to say it. There, there was a time where if you told someone else, yeah, I'm going to a therapist, they looked at you like, whoa, you are insane. Think about that for a second. That's crazy, right? That's like, whoa, man, wow, yeah. Nowadays, at least here in the U.S., people are like, oh, yeah, dude, like my therapist, like openly. They just talk about it like it's a cool trend. And that's what I mean. Somehow, it's become this notion of, oh, it's cool to have mental health. Oh, part of this global pandemic of mental health is a lot of people, a lot of celebrities. Let me kind of let me kind of get real for a second here, right? There are a lot of celebrities and a lot of friends and family that you know that use mental health as a tool of manipulation. And maybe you've done it yourself. That's right. I'm going to single you out. And if you haven't, well, good, good job. Uh, but they've used this as a manipulative tool to try to get others to do what they want to do or to try to get sympathy, right? I see it all the time on Facebook with the post of, oh, guys, I'm going through so much right now, but I don't want to talk about it. And then they, they get all the likes, all the clicks, and it's like, dude, come on, really? That's another thing that you should never do. Please, guys, please, please, please. I, I, I said this in an, in, in an episode like a year ago or a year and a half. Do not post your problems on social media. Don't do it. You're going to regret it. Ah, just please don't do it. There's other ways to do this. All right. So this mental health stigma has become a, like a like that's that's where the stigma stems from is this thing of like, oh, yeah, it's cool. It, it It's cool to be, you know, mental health. And this is cool to have issues like depression and anxiety. Oops, I have it. <laughs> like, sorry. It's just like I'm super depressed, guys. This is crazy. And they loosely these terms have been used 
loosely, right? Like, oh, I'm just so anxious. Oh, why are you anxious? Oh, I have a test I didn't study for. Oh, so you created the problem? Oh, so you created the storm and now you're mad because it's raining. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. This podcast is not for the faint-hearted because I keep it 100% real. So there's this thing of like, <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm just super depressed. Why? Oh, because they didn't have my coffee at Starbucks. They didn't have my coffee at Dunkin' or whatever little coffee shop you go to. Oh, I'm depressed because my TV show ended. Now, there is a thing where... There's there's actually a science and a uh, there's actually some psychology behind when shows end that people actually get depressed blah 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 but same thing happens with books but what I'm saying is I'm singling out those people right those people that are very like you know oh, I'm I'm sad for no real reason and then they boast about it they post it on Facebook so that when you the person who is really going through anxiety really going through depression you guys you don't get the uh, well, you don't get the attention you deserve. And I'm not telling you to go and get attention. No, 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 no. There's a time when we all need help. There's a time where we all need somebody to rely on. And that's the time that we should get. But instead, it's bombarded by people that are like, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally understand you. Yeah, I had a, a really bad one day of anxiety. That is not the same as somebody who physically cannot step into a room full of more than 20 people because they're, they're, they're just going to break down mentally. Or people who have tried to commit suicide. That's real. Or people that are traumatically traumatized. I guess I can say that. Yeah, that are immensely traumatized. People that have been abused. People that are abusing you know, substance or alcohol or anything else. People that have legit PTSD. I see that so much now. Like, I'm sorry, guys, but there's science behind this. Unless you have, like, 100% gotten diagnosed, number one. Number two, I'm sorry, number one is actually going through something traumatic, actually experiencing something, like, you know, something crazy right and i'm not going to make any mentions because i don't want to i just don't want to bring that up in case someone else has gone through that so i'm I'm, going to stay out of that portion if i may but i will say that this is a bad thing (laughs) and if you don't believe me pay it a little bit more attention this week right when you're on social media and stuff i'm pretty sure you're going to come across something that's going to make you think hmm I guess that guy Manny from that one podcast is, is kind of right. You know, this person is uh, doing this, 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 and this, and uh, that's really not that serious. Now, I don't know everyone. I'm not an end-all, be-all psychic or anything like that, right? I've said it before. I say it again. I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional by any means. But I have experiencing things. You know, I, I have been through hell and back. I'm still there. I'm vacationing there now. Like, that sounds funny, but it, it's true. But you know what? Life goes on. We can't just stop. There's been times where I wanted to stop life. And, you know, thankfully, by God's grace, I haven't been suicidal. But I know people that have either taken their lives or they've thought about it. And if you're one of those people, I love you, man. I I love you with all my heart. And... There is hope. You're not alone. You're not alone. It may feel like that, but you're not. 
you are amazing, beautiful, talented. You're just going to the wrong person. And the sun may not be shining, but I promise you that morning is coming. And that goes to all of you. That really goes to all of you. So when it comes to this stigma, and I really wanted to focus more on the stigma just for a few seconds more, but this stigma is serious. It's disgusting. So because of all this negativity behind it, everything I've mentioned about, about celebrities, about people just throwing out the wording, like, I'm anxious, I'm depressed. When it comes to the real people, the real folks, it's not taken seriously. It's not. And within our own cultures, which is beautiful, right? I love culture. Any and all cultures. I, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We are experiencing, we are, we all experience this stigma in, in some way, shape, or form. Now, maybe you're asking me, okay, Manny, so what do I do? You're talking all this, but what do I do? How do I get through this? Well, I'm going to first say that it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm one of those people, like I'm very impatient. So my anxiety stems from when I know there's something that, okay, like for instance, right? I'm back in school. So I know, I know I'm going to finish my bachelor's, but my mind already transports to, uh, January 2022 when I want to be done with my degree. Right? So you lose focus on the present and that's what I want to talk about now. Are you living in the moment? Are you here right now with me? Like, I know you're listening, right? Let me, let me kind of Sorry if that was creepy. I just this microphone is super cool because like it picks everything up. And I'm sorry if you hear my disgusting mouth noises. <laughs> mouth breather. Uh, where's that from? Yeah, I'm I'm a nerd. Anyways, <laughs> if and I'm trying to see how I want to word this because it's true. You know, if you are in the moment then you realize what needs to get done and you're able to do it without worrying about what's coming next. You're not there tomorrow. Like by that, I mean, you're not physically there tomorrow. So you don't know what's going to happen. You're mentally there, right? You're, you're mentally on, on the next day or the next week or the next month or the next year. But that's not how it should be. So the first thing I'll say is it's not going to be easy, folks. This is going to take one day at a time. And I'll give you a quick rundown of what's helped me along the way. And this goes for anyone experiencing any form of mental health. Okay. So I'm going to mention my things, but also what is statistically and scientifically more probable to assist individuals with mental health issues. Right. So this is science based. It's also things I've done and I am doing, but it's not like, oh, here's what I'm doing. Maybe it'll work for you. No, 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 no. This is all science based. You can look this up online. You can Google it. I promise you it's out there. So you want to try first, like I just mentioned, living in the moment. You're not doing yourself or you're not doing yourself or anyone else a favor by living in, in the past or living in the future. The past already happened and the future is not even here yet. The only thing we know that is promised, the only thing that is real right now is this very moment. This very moment right now. Think about it. You're alive. Smell the air. <sighs> you're able to breathe. You're able to talk, to walk. And if you can't do any of that, you're alive. 
You are a living specimen, a living human being on a giant blue marble traveling thousands upon millions of miles across an ever-expanding universe. It's a beautiful thing. So be here now in the moment. Now, how do you be in the moment? Okay, like maybe you're asking me, how do I become in the moment, right? It, please don't make fun of me because this stuff does work, but I'm just being honest. Mindfulness, right? And I'm not talking about like home. If you meditate, I think it's great, right? I've done it myself. I know that meditation does help. YouTube has thousands of free resources. There's a bunch of books on mindfulness. That's the, that's the term you want to look up mindfulness right that's the practice the ability of being mindful being aware of not only yourself but your actions being able to concentrate on who you are how to better yourself now i've been practicing this now for two years well yeah like two and a half years and it's a beautiful thing now i don't do it every day but you know from time to time yeah i definitely enjoy it there's a ton of different mindfulness uh, tricks that you can do there's the uh where you like i can't remember the term right now but essentially you relax your body your muscles then there are frequencies on youtube if you look up mindfulness frequencies or anxiety frequencies or depression frequencies there are actual radio frequencies that are scientifically based not just crap that people post on the internet that will assist you to sort of uh um level out your left and right brain hemisphere it's true it works there's one called um hemi sync which is hemispherical synchronization that's a type of mindfulness where you lay down you put your headphones in and somebody guides you through this meditation so if you're about laying down and chilling it's really great you don't have to do it for hours on end you could do it for five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes and yes there are apps out there as well most of the good ones you kind of have to pay for per month which i know sucks uh but again the reason the reason why i reference youtube is because it's free you you've got your stupid ads but it's free so mindfulness is a really good one folks another one that you can try doing is breathing exercises right now there's a particular breathing exercise that i've done for like three years now um and it is like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's amazing. So the one I'm talking about is the four, seven, eight breathing. All right. And you can find this on www.healthline.com. So what is the four, seven, eight breathing technique? All right. So the four, seven, eight breathing technique is a breathing pattern developed by Dr. Andrew Wheel. It's based on an ancient yogic technique called, I'm going to butcher this, uh, pranayama, pray pranayama which helps practitioners gain control over their breathing now when practicing regularly it's possible that this technique could help some people fall asleep in a shorter period of time if you suffer with mental health i'm sorry with mental health nine times out of ten you are definitely suffering from getting like zero sleep like you're definitely suffering from insomnia trust me because i know i am and if you're not good on you but how does this work? Okay, so breathing techniques are designed to bring the body into a state of deep of state of deep relaxation. Specific patterns that involve holding the breathing for a period of time to allow your body to replenish its oxygen. From the lungs outward, techniques like 478 can give your organs and tissues a much needed oxygen 
boost. Relaxation practices also help bring the body back into balance and regulate the fight or flight response when we feel stressed. This is particularly helpful if you're experiencing sleeplessness due to anxiety or worries about what happened today or what might happen tomorrow. Swirling thoughts and concerns can keep us from being able to rest well. So the 478 technique forces the mind and body to focus on regulating the breathing rather than replaying your worries when you lie down at night. Proponents claim it can be it can soothe a racing heart or calm frazzled nerves. Dr. Wheel has has even described it as a natural tranquilizer for the nervous system. This works, folks. You know, I've had high heart rates for a couple years now, and it's been because I've had a horrible deficiency in potassium and magnesium to which I fixed. But beforehand, and even now when I get anxious, we all experiencing it, right? Our heart races, and we're like, oh my God, this is scary. Like, what do we do? It really does help. And if you're worried, stressed, and this is just not for sleep, you could do this any time of the day. So here's how it works. So the concept overall for this, for the uh, four, seven, eight breathing, um, it goes like this. Let me make sure I'm, I'm looking this up right. So there's a few, there's only four steps. You ready? First, let your lips part. Make a whooshing sound, exhaling completely through your mouth. Next, you close your lips, inhaling slightly through your nose as you count to four in your head. Then, for seven seconds, you hold your breath. Lastly, make another whooshing exhale from your mouth for eight seconds. So you breathe in, one, two, three, four, hold for seven. And then as the instructions just said, you blow out of your mouth like a whooshing exhale for eight seconds. Now you practice, 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 practice. The initial cycle is um, about four full breaths. And when you get that, I promise you, you will feel something. Remember, it takes practice. Again, this isn't going to happen overnight, folks. Practice makes perfect. I promise you that. Now, another thing that you can try, right, is journaling. I'm trying to mention things that are free, things that are at your disposal right now as you are listening to this. Another thing that you can do is try to journal. Now, I know that sounds dumb as heck. Like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm not a, you know... 13 year old with a with a diary wanting to write here's how my day went no this is true this is fantastic because when you put your your worries your anxiety onto physical paper you are eliminating it eliminating it from your mind you are allowing your mind to breathe you are allowing your mind to not only uh, understand what it is you're going through but it also helps cope with the current situation that you're going through and on top of that it helps you get rid of that excess worry and, and, and stress and anxiety and depression and all that. I did it for a while. I'm real, I'm pretty mad that I did stop. Um, I've actually been looking to do it again, but I've had, let me see, one, two, about three different journals, each, I don't know, three to 400 pages long. Um, and they've pretty much been filled. And like, it's not like, I'm not writing stories here. No. Um, it's 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 more of like writing out your thoughts like man i'm worried okay why am i worried and then you write it down and then from there you're able to gain perspective you're able to gain 
knowledge on what it is you're really going through. Like for me, here's an example. Whenever I get stressed out or worried, I write it down because I go, okay, I'm worried because, all right, I'm not going to be able to afford Christmas presents this year. Okay, so how do I fix that? All right, well, I'm still making some kind of money. So why don't I budget? Okay, cool. What's my budget? All right, how do I split that up between my family members, my immediate family members? Okay, and then you go from there and you create a plan. And it really, it really, really helps, folks. It's a wonderful, wonderful strategy. Now, the other one that I thoroughly enjoy is going to the gym. That's right, folks, exercising. Now, I understand not everybody can go to the gym. That's completely fine. Once again, YouTube has a plethora of free resources in regards to your mental health and how you can do home workouts without any equipment. So there really, I'm sorry to say this, guys, there really is no excuse. There's, there's none whatsoever, unless you have some kind of disability that um, just, just, you know, it doesn't allow you to work out normally, which is fine, right? You can still do stretches of some kind, whether it's just your head, just your arms, just your legs or just your torso or your eyes or your face there's a way so again um there was a point where i was going to the gym two hours per day that sounds ludicrous but at the time i was trying to you know get swole or whatever i was trying to see how i could push my body and as of recent um now i'm there for an hour every day and it's great cardio oh my gosh it's amazing if you can get to the gym or if it's nice outside or maybe it's cold bundle up my next thing that you can do is go for a walk. Now, going for a walk and exercising go hand in hand, which is why I've kind of, that was a kind of a horrible segue, um, but it's because they go hand in hand. So by that, I mean, when you do either or, whether you're walking, right, or you're exercising, you are releasing endorphins, you are releasing dopamine, you are releasing serotonin into your bloodstream, into your mind, into your body so that you can process better you actually relieve stress you relieve anxiety depression worry ptsd it helps it doesn't take it away right nothing that i'm mentioning is like a magic pill this is all to practice day in and day out excuse me so try doing that if you can't go to the gym work it at home if you want to, if you don't want to do either, go for a walk, right? Go for a walk. Just, just take your headphones with you. Take your phone, go on YouTube and look up, you know, uh, music for walking music for deep thinking. And it'll pull up some interesting and amazing videos that are strictly music. And it will assist you with just go for the walk and think about things. Think about what it is you're going through. And lastly, and there's going to be more on my website, more on uh, Instagram and Facebook and blah, blah, blah. But lastly, because of time, reflect. Try to reflect on what it is you're, you're experiencing. Reflect on who you are. Reflect on where you want to go. I'm going to do an end of the year episode where I talk about um, what's next for you and I in 2021. But Reflection is a wonderful thing. It allows you to gain perspective on a situation otherwise you would have just kind of deemed inaccessible or um, unavailable to fix. Reflection is a wonderful tool and it's easy. 
find a place find a quiet place again put in your headphones or maybe go to the lake or to the ocean to the beach uh go for a hike do anything like that and and just kind of just stop for a second do the do the four seven eight breathing exercise and tell yourself you know everything will be okay you will get through this i i'm not trying to sound like a broken record guys but it's just it's just true and i'm not going to go on a rant about it we can and we will get through this together you're not alone like i said before you are loved you are amazing you are wonderful in every way possible whether you hear it for the first time here or you just don't believe it i don't care whether or not you believe it because it's true it's true so again this week reach out talk to a loved one talk to somebody who is a professional try to understand what it is you are experiencing and then tackle it one task at a time it is possible i know it's possible and i believe all 100 that you can do it that's it for me folks thank you so much for being here with me today it's been a pleasure to be able to talk to you guys and to just kind of have this amazing conversation as always you can find me on www.emmanueldetris.com for instagram if you want to see my photos just get in touch with me um it's detris 91 and as always uh there is a facebook page uh anxious introvert podcast all lowercase all together and I tend to post information there as well. Please, guys, uh, go ahead and send me some voice messages. If you want to reach out to me directly, I would love to hear from you. Um, I can be reached by email as well. My email, uh, my preferred email would be detris2014 at gmail.com. D-E-T-R-E-S 2014 at gmail.com. Stay safe, guys. Keep your heads up and remember to enjoy the simple things in life. Until next time, kids.